it's Mel, and you're listening to my Rough Draft podcast, where we talk about embracing our current seasons of faith, work, and wholeness. As a part of the Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women, and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday stories. Enjoy the show. Podcast. It's your girl Mel. Thank you for tuning in. So um, you may not know, but we are currently on episode 16 of season two of my draft podcast. And we typically like to do 15 to 16 episodes per season. So today will be the season finale. Do not worry. Season three is literally right around the corner. We're starting back up in the next few weeks and I'll talk about what to expect in a minute. But man, it is just so hard to believe that we have completed two whole seasons of this podcast, man. Throughout this process, it has just been such a growing journey, but it's just been one that's been so fulfilling to where I know like, man, this is what God has called me to do. I'll be honest, man, and not to go through my whole childhood trauma, but you know, when I was younger, you know, people will always make fun of me for my voice. And because I had a little bit of a stutter and, you know, to sit here and be able to do this podcast weekly and you guys love it and you guys are growing and you guys, you know, again, are enjoying it and are actually getting something from it. It's just such a blessing to me. I don't take it for granted. And man, yes, I just wanted to say thank you. I'm just for rocking with me for 32 episodes so far. Season three is going to be awesome, man. I'm planning a career and business series. I'm planning another interview series. I hope to do an Enneagram series. Um, but but yeah, and I hope that season three may be a little bit longer. We'll see how it goes. But I just wanted to say thank you, man. If I am not connected with you on social media to date, man, please reach out to me at underscore Melanie Christina. Let me know how you have been enjoying the podcast, man. I would love to hear from you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So yes, let's get into today's episode man, this is one you do not want to miss. So today I wanted to talk about and provide some tips on how we can begin the rebuilding and restoration process in our lives and how can we can recenter our work around our overall purpose. So of course, if you are listening to this episode at a later time, we are still in our COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, of course, everyone's talking about what is our new normal going to look like? You know, um, there are people who have suffered job losses and business losses and, and, and losses within their family. There are people who have gained and started new businesses and have new ideas and have gained new perspective and revelation. And there's a wide spectrum on how this pandemic has affected all of us. And of course, we're all wondering, you know, what is that quote unquote new normal? What is that going to look like? Right. And so what I want to do today is kind of give practical tips to ensure, again, we don't want to go back to the old normal. We've heard that, you know, from everybody. Right. But what does it actually practically mean to make sure that we are recentering our work around our purpose when it comes to, you know, possibly rebuilding and restoring? Of course, we are nowhere near the end of this. And I, I, that's specifically why I wanted to do it in the middle, because I often believe that sometimes God does not wait until the problem is solved to create us to be a solution for something else. I believe that it's in the middle of kind of the chaos of where he begins to build and give you ideas and strategies. And so I want to talk through kind of how you can tap into him to gain those ideas and strategies while you're currently in the middle of this pandemic. So it's going to be super practical. I will go ahead and say, that I will be referencing the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a man in the Bible who essentially used, um, God used him in his current level of influence to rebuild an entire city and an, an entire people essentially. And so we're going to be talking through kind of the strategies that he used to rebuild the people that God has called him to and in hopes that it will help you and the people and the places that God has called you to rebuild and restore through his calling on your life. So yes, let's get into tip number one. Okay, so when it comes to recentering 
your work around your purpose. And when it comes to, I guess, the first steps of rebuilding and restoring, right? You want to ensure that you either rebuild or find the passion for the people that God has called you to restore and build via your specific calling. So I'm going to say it again. It's important for you to rebuild your passion or find your passion for the people that God has specifically called you to help restore and build via your calling. And you can do this by one, praying and fasting for them. And then two, doing the research to find out their true problems and their true needs. So many times we will pray, God, take us to a place, right? So take us to a new job, take us to a new title, take us to a new level of influence, take us to a new place, right? But before God took Nehemiah to a place, he gave him a heart for a people. So in Nehemiah 1, we see how Nehemiah was concerned for a people. So he began to hear about the great despair that the people in Jerusalem were in and the trouble that they were in. And it says that he immediately mourned for them and he prayed and he fasted for them, right? And God has placed that same burden on our hearts for a specific people. And many times, you know, again, we, we pray to grow and build a platform, but we don't really have a true burden on our hearts for the people that are on, that, that are on the receiving end. And I believe that, you know, there are a lot of businesses out of here. There are a lot of people out here who are pushing their own agenda. And I truly believe that God is looking for a people who will have a heart for his people. And once you begin to align your heart with the people that God has called you to, then that's when you will start to get the ideas and the strategies. You know, we pray and we fast for our own things, right? We pray and and fast for our business, but have you ever prayed and fasted for the people that God has called you to? And that's not to make this super spiritual because But we have to look at God as as a strategist. We have to look at him as the person who has the solutions and he puts through those solutions through people, but you have to share his heart for those people, right? And so um, in tandem to that, when it comes to like researching and knowing the needs of the people that God has called you to, that's basic business, market research, target audience, knowing your audience, those keys to business, right? Because all businesses at least successful businesses solve a true problem. The essential jobs solve a true problem, right? And regardless in your career or where you are in your business, do you know what your people, what the people that God has called you to, do you know what they really need? You know, if you're going into education and you find that you are always getting pissed off, um, you know, about the, the disparities among minorities when it comes to education, and that's something that you're really passionate about, are you taking the time to pray for them or are you just or are you just wanting to build your own platform? Are you taking the time to pray for those minorities? Are you taking the time to ask God for solutions and strategies to be able to help them? You know, are you taking the time to do your research again, practically doing your research on what the true problems are reading up on it on a daily or weekly or however long basis? Or are you just saying, God, grow my platform and you don't really have a heart for the people on the receiving end? And so. And so I say that even for myself, you know, when it comes to the Rough Draft Collective, like, okay, yes, I have this passion or this burden for people who have overcome certain things in their lives. And I want to show them how God has a vision and a plan for them, you know, despite their mistakes. Or I may have a burden for, you know, people who have just recently graduated from college and they don't know how to navigate their career because I experienced that. And I want to be able to help them like, yes, those are the burdens that I have. But is my prayers really going towards them? 
Is my research really going towards them or are my prayers going towards my own business? Is my research going towards how to grow my own business? You know what I mean? And there's there's a difference. There's a heart shift that has to take place. So the challenge in that is, man, instead of praying for God to take us to a place, we need to figure out how we can rebuild our passion for for the people that he has called us to. And here's the second part to that first tip is that, you know, sometimes we will say, well, I don't I'm not in the current I'm not in the right position to really do anything about the problem. Right. So I'm not really in the right level of influence to be able to really help solve the problem in a meaningful way. But God used Nehemiah within his current position um, within Nehemiah current position, he grew a burden for the people, right? So we're not waiting on a place to have a heart for the people, right? And just to give reference, Nehemiah was not a king. He was not necessarily a leader when he was called to when he was called to restore the city. He was actually a king's cupbearer, which means that he was the first person to taste the food and the drink to make sure that it wasn't poisoned before the king ate it. So he wasn't in necessarily a level of power, but within his position, God gave him influence. And I just want to encourage you that even though you may not think that you are in a quote unquote place of power, So where you can really make a difference in what you're passionate about within your job, within your business, within your social media platform, within your relationships, God is building influence. And it may not look like you going viral. It may not look like an increase in your following today, but he is preparing you and you don't have to push and pray for him to take you to a place. Because again, as you grow his heart for a people, then he will place you. So my challenge for you this week, or even maybe in this season is that in Again, instead of praying for God to grow your business or grow your idea, start shifting your prayers to to praying for the people and what they actually need. And then from that, God will begin to give you ideas and strategies for your business or for your idea. Okay. Now, the last part to that last tip is that, you know, I recognize that there are some people that may say, you know, I'm in this season where I'm trying to make do. I don't have time to pray for other people because I have my own prayer requests. Right. And I get that and I understand that and I'm sensitive to that. But but let me but let me challenge a little bit. So Nehemiah, again, had his position as a king cupbearer, and I'm sure that came with his own level of issues, right? He was not necessarily in an ideal position to be able to help people. But I believe that God does not wait until the problem is solved to use and call you to be a solution. So another example is David and Saul. You know, Saul was king and, you know, he was messing up doing whatever. And, And while he was messing up, while that chaos was going on, God went and called somebody else. He went and called David in the middle. Now, David wasn't called exactly to be a king right then and there, but he had already called him and placed that anointing on him and then took the next few years to prepare him to be a future solution. And so I say that to say is is in the middle. Yes, there may be things that you are going through that there there may be pain, but you don't want to miss the opportunity that he may be trying to build and prepare within you in the middle. Right. So, yeah, I'll just encourage you, man, to, again, Pray that God will open your eyes to the people around you that he's called you to, man. Begin to look and do the research to see right here in the middle, man, those people that you that you are still passionate about, those things that you are still passionate about, man. Start doing your research, man. What are the problems that they are truly having? I think once you begin to 
pray for the people and begin to even pray. If you don't know the people praying that God will begin to reveal your people, your assigned people to you. I think what will begin to happen, at least for what, what happens with me is when I pray like, God, I don't know what to say on the podcast or I don't know what people are really dealing with. Then what will happen is I'll start to hear like the same conversations of frustration with their purpose or frustrations in people's careers. I'll start to hear the same conversations or, you know, my friends will begin to ask me the same questions or I'll start to see the same things on social media. And we just have to be aware to what God is doing. That was my last part (laughs) on number one. So again, you want to rebuild your passion for the people God has called you to restore. um, And you want to be able to find that passion within the people versus just solely looking at the place or the platform. And you also want to grow again in your research and in your knowledge of what those people truly need through, again, market research, learning the target audience, simply asking people, um, things like that. So that's number one. Number two when it comes to rebuilding and recentering, it's important to speak out with boldness, but it's also important to move sometimes in silence. And so this is about to get good. So again, when it comes to rebuilding and recentering, you want to, again, speak out with boldness when it's time, but you also want to be available, but you also want to move in silence. And so after Nehemiah prayed and learned of this issue within his people, you know, again, he was the cup king's cup bearer and the Pretty much what happened was the king saw that he was looking sad and the king asked him, what can I help you with? And then Nehemiah was able to articulate the problem that he needed help with. Again, that goes back to my number one point. But it also said that he was badly frightened. But with the when presented with the opportunity to speak up, he did speak up. Right. So that's just really quick to say, you know, when you are presented with opportunities, you want to speak up. If you find yourself constantly in positions where you have an opinion about, again, a specific group of people or about a specific issue and you're asked for your opinion, or even if you're not, be willing to speak up on the issue because, again, you've done your research, you're knowledgeable about what the problem is and you're able to speak up and give your insight. Right. That's the first part to it. But then in Nehemiah 2.11, it says that he slipped out, that Nehemiah slipped out to prepare his travel in silence. And he only took a few other people with him. And it says that he had not yet told anyone about the plans God had placed on his heart. So he moved initially in silence. But then when he prayed and he got his strategy and his plan from God of how he wanted to solve the problem, then he was able to, it says, confidently present his plan to the leaders that were in Jerusalem where he was going to help and rebuild the wall. And and here's the piece to that. Accountability is important, right? Vulnerability is important, right? But you almost You also have to be wise and be discreet about what you share when you are in this rebuilding and restoration season, because what you are preparing to what God is preparing to rebuild and restore within you. Everyone does not need to know what you're doing, especially if you don't have a strategy or plan in place. And here's why. Sometimes we want the approval from people to keep us going versus trusting God with our ideas and building our strategy with him. Right. So, of course, we can't see God. So sometimes it can be easy to question whether or not, you know, that strategy or that idea is really from him. And then what will happen is we'll begin to share with all these different people looking for their approval, not even realizing that we're allowing them to distract us from God's original mission. 
And when you're distracted from your original mission, that's considered opposition. You know, I'm going to talk about opposition in my next point, but sometimes we assume that opposition is the enemy or we assume that opposition is betrayal. But sometimes opposition can be the lack of support from a family or a friend or a friend, you know, because maybe you're one to want to transition to a new career. Maybe you have a new business idea that they didn't necessarily jump on. And now you're questioning God's original mission because you shared it too soon, right? And because you didn't have the proper strategy from him that you could root yourself into. It's important that we root ourselves into God for the strategy so that when it is time to rebuild and restore, we're not asking for permission, right? And I'll give an example of that. So of course I'm sharing the process of writing my book, right? And I'm sharing my story um, eventually along the way, right? And I'll be completely honest with you, you know, people have commented on IG and showed their support. You know, I've had certain people reach out to me and show their support. But then there also have been friends, you know, that I would think that would be more supportive or like, how can I pray for you or like checking in that haven't done that, you know, and I'll be honest, writing a book and sharing this story because it is definitely, you know, probably one of the biggest battles that that I have faced or, or I'll say one of the biggest steps of faith that I've ever had to take to put myself out here like that is very trying. It's a daily battle and it can be very lonely sometimes, you know, and and while I'm going through maybe this battle, you know, some people may just look at it as, oh, she's just doing this casual thing of writing a book. But to me, it's not casual. Right. But but my point is that if I wasn't rooted in God for my strategy then I would easily I could easily be swayed by people's lack of approval or by people's lack of support or, or what I think is their lack of support. Right. And it's the same thing. If, if I was not rooted in God for my strategy, then I wouldn't be able to share publicly my story. It's only or be able to share publicly the process of sharing my story and writing the book. It's because I'm rooted in him that I'm not asking anyone for permission. If you come with me, you you come with me. And if you don't, you don't, but I'm still going to get this done. Right. And that's the same kind of boldness that he wants to build within us when it comes to rebuilding and restoring, because let's be honest, there are a lot of things that we have not done or not taken a step out on, you know, previously because of people's opinions, whether that's a parent's opinion, whether that's a friend's, you know, not understanding what it is you're trying to do. We've allowed that, you know, to halt us and to stop us in the end. And so what we want to make sure that we do as we're in, you know, this new potentially new season is that we're rooted in him so that we're not swayed by other people's permission and opinions. Okay. Now, that's not to say that you don't need anybody and you just need to, you know, shut the door and just work, just work on it all by yourself. I'm not saying that. Again, accountability and vulnerability are important and your purpose will require other people. That's why God places other people around you. Right. But there is a time and season for everything. And there is a time and and season for um, for for sharing your vision. And again, if you can root yourself in God with the strategy, then again, when you start to present your plan, as Nehemiah did, he did it with confidence because he had already, again, observed the problem, knew what needed to be done and asked for God's strength and and had the strategy um, that was with him. So all that to say, man, is that, man, there are certain ideas, career paths, business ideas, you know, that you are thinking about. But again, instead of going to God for the strategy, you're depending on people's opinions. So you just want to pray first and root yourself in him before you share. That's point number two. Now, point number three, let me do a quick recap. One was rebuild your passion for the people God has called you to pray and fast for them, and then also do the research to know their true needs. 
Number two was um, when, you, when it comes to rebuilding, no one to speak out with boldness, but also no one to move in silence. And number three is face opposition with expectation, not by shock or, or surprise. So pretty much expect opposition, <laughs> right? And in Nehemiah 6, 9, it says that they were just trying to intimidate us, imagining that they could break our resolve and stop the work. So I prayed for strength to continue the work. Again, as I've just mentioned, opposition can be in so many ways, right? So it can be the obvious betrayal. It can be the obvious boss or coworker, you know, feeling like they're just constantly standing in your way or coming against you, right? But opposition could also look like, you know, the lack of support from a friend or a loved one. You know, opposition could also be spiritual. So maybe, you know, you have all the support in the world and maybe everything's going right with you, but you still find yourself um, hitting these blocks, right? When it comes to your ideas, when it comes to your opportunities. And, and, and this is why I keep saying we've got to center ourselves in God, because when you don't have discernment to know when it's waiting versus when it's the enemy trying to literally block you, then you'll just say, oh, well, maybe it's just not God's timing when really it may be God's timing. But because you're not praying and you're not centered in him and not using discernment, then you're you're saying that it's waiting. But but really, it's the enemy trying to block you and you have to block. You have to break that block rather with prayer. And so um, when it came to Nehemiah and he was rebuilding the walls and the cities again, because that that was the call that God placed on his life, he faced opposition from outside. He faced opposition from within his own circle. And, and the Bible says again that he prayed and he continued to work with integrity. And so I just say that really quick to say that you are going to face opposition. What success story do you know just went perfectly normal and, and didn't face any opposition, right? And again, opposition for all of us will look differently. You know, when you're on your career, I said this on the IG post last week about um, in the video, you know, when you're on your career and you start to operate in excellence or you start to want to branch out and, you know, try out a new position or try to actually grow and your coworkers see that they're not, you know, they may feel some type of way about it. They may try to discredit you. They may try to throw shade at you. You know, um, for example, when I first First, um, when I first started the business back in 2017, I think we were doing another launch in 2018. And right the day before the launch, my entire website crashed and I had to rebuild the entire website the day before my launch, the day before I launched. And it was like, OK, yes, I got super sad. But it's like, no, when you're doing something for a guy, you are going to face opposition. Right. So, I mean, I think we all know that. But I think that we just need to be reminded of that so that we're not, again, swayed by, by all the opposition that we're facing right now. Okay. And that is number three. So, um, lastly, I'll end with this in order to rebuild and restore properly in order to recenter the work around your purpose properly. It is so, so important that we delegate and organize accordingly. So again, in order to rebuild and restore properly, we have to be able um, to delegate and organize accordingly. So this comes from Nehemiah 7 and 8. And pretty much what happened is, you know, while Nehemiah and his folks was, you know, rebuilding the wall and even afterwards, they 
Nehemiah was really good at always delegating the work. So he always appointed specific people to do specific things. After the wall was rebuilt, he, you know, organized the groups of people and gave them specific names and and, and places and, and things like that. And the word says in Nehemiah 8 that he organized the people while they were while the population was small. And I know that a lot of people listening to this podcast are either either in the very beginning stages or kind of midway to either starting, launching or trying to build up their business or their career. And so what I would advise you, and again, I said this in the video last week of what to do when you're new to your career, faith or business, is that when you're starting off small, it's important to build a system in place. And if I'm honest, I think that's probably one of the things that that God has really purposely kept me at a certain size so that I could really perfect my systems and my templates and my processes. Um, and so that's actually what I'm taking time to do. And in, in between these seasons is with my businesses, with writing the book is really making sure that I have a system that can be sustained in place. Because a lot of times we will pray again, pray for the growth, but then it's like, can we actually sustain the growth that we're praying for? And a lot of times, you know, God will ask me, I'll say, okay, God, like, you know, I need these different resources or I need this different help. And this, and God asked me a lot, like, okay, if I, if I were to send you, send someone that wanted to invest in your business, would you be ready? If I say that I want the podcast to be monetized. Okay. If I sent someone to, to sponsor this podcast episode, would you have your media kit and your processes and your contracts and all that in place? You know, like if if someone were to come and offer you a job and say and you meet someone randomly in a, in a coffee shop or at church and they say, hey, you know, we have an opportunity, you know, just send me over your resume. Would it be ready? Would it be ready? You know, and and especially in this time where, again, we we things are a little bit slower. It's so important to build the right systems in place. So what that means practically is, OK, you take every process that you do. So, for example, for me, for the podcast, I would, today I went and I wrote down every single step from the idea to the final publish, um, publishing the episode from all the promotions to when to what days I'm going to write. So what days I'm going to edit to how many weeks in advance I'm going to schedule. I created that entire system and wrote it out in place. And then I began to say, okay, so in order for me to be able to, to, to do this system or to make this system work, what is something that I can do and become more efficient in? And what is something that I need to delegate so that it, so that the process can go faster. And so that's what you want to do again in your career. Let's say maybe, you know, that you need to have a resume and a cover letter, but you don't know how to do it. And that's why we have our career coaching services. So that may be something that you need to delegate to me, <laughs> you know, the Road Draft Collective. Maybe, you know, you are trying to start a business, but you just, you're just not business savvy and you don't really know. And so you feel like you need a coach at least to get you started. I use the coach uh, consultants to get my podcast started. And maybe you need a coach. Maybe you need a freelancer, whatever it is that you need. Again, you, you can't, you won't know what you need until you build the system, right? It's a system that's in place. And so you want to organize yourself in this season, build the system, build the steps that you need to take and then delegate where necessary. And that honestly is season two. So to wrap it all up, man, in this rebuilding and restoring season where we are trying to re 
center our work around our purpose. It's important that you pray, pray, pray. If you don't do nothing else, you need to stay in prayer. Pray for the people that God has assigned you to grow in the knowledge of what they need, especially in times of crises. Because let me tell you, different crises are going to come. And so it's important to even see and research how people are handling these crises, how businesses are handling these crises, how people who are in your career field, how they are navigating this crisis. You know, it's important again to do your research and know what they really need. And then it's also, again, important to speak out with boldness when you're called upon because you know the problem, you've done your research, you know the insight that you can provide. But then it's also important to also move in silence until you've built that strategy with God. And then it's important, again, to know that your opposition, that opposition will come and opposition will look in many forms. Right. But because you're rooted in in God and you're praying to him for strength and you're working with integrity, then you're going to keep moving. And then it's important, of course, to delegate and organize your work by having the proper systems in place. And that is it. So, man, I love y'all. I'm praying for my people, the people that God has assigned me to through y'all. Uh, so I'm praying for y'all, man. I will see y'all again in the next few weeks weeks or so when we start up season three. Um, be sure to follow me on social media at underscore Melanie Christina for the announcement, official announcement of season three. And in, in the meantime, I'll also be doing different videos and Q and A's and other content on social media. So you want to be sure that you follow me. Um, again, if you are trying to rebuild your career or business in this season and you do see that you need help, again, check out any of our services at the roughdraftcollective.com and click on the services tab to reach out to us. And yeah, be sure to check that out. I will see y'all in a few weeks weeks. I love y'all. Please stay well and I'll talk soon. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on my rough draft podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina and be sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss any new episodes. Now do me a favor and please leave us a five-star rating and review so we can continue to get the word out to other listeners around the world. Also be sure to head to the roughdraftcollective.com where you can access our online blog, free resources, our one-on-one services and more. Thanks again for listening and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.